Hi, hello. Welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is June 29th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good, feeling good. I will say something I didn't cover in the last episode. Uh, we've got a little bit more of that uh, Canadian fire smog. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, love that for my lungs. Been great for my asthma. Um, but no, overall, it hasn't been too, too bad. But like, obviously, it's just like the air quality looks like shit and probably feels like shit for a lot of people. Um, granted, Ohio, it hasn't been as bad as like I've heard like what like Detroit was real bad uh, the other day. So, you know, hopefully you're, you're staying safe out there. Um I know it sounds crazy because we're, we're we're supposed to be post COVID, but those N seventy five masks or in, I'm not in in ninety five. I'm sorry, in ninety fives. Those are you know at least some decent coverage in those situations. If you do have you know breathing problems, things like that, I should be taking my own advice. But I'm also poor, so <laughs> I don't exactly have mask budget in my my um, budget. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Uh, nothing to really report in the food corner. Uh, we're just been chi- we working, chilling, usual, usual Thursday things. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, no, I, I literally am, I'm doing news in my pre. So yeah, I think we're good. I think, I think we can just get into the real news. Well, you know, I'm gonna do my little light up and then we can go ahead and get into it. I will say, though, like, I'm, you know, I hate to be the, is this the new normal guy? But it does make me wonder, like, are, like, we going to be having the West Coast treatment finally? Because I I remember I've had friends who've, you know, talked to me about, like, oh, when there's, like, a lot of wildfires or fires, even if you're, like, states away, you literally experience it. Like, you're kind of caught in, like, a bit of a crossfire or whatever. But, um, you know, the fact that now we're literally getting fire damage, technically, from Canada now. Like, that's just normal. Um, I don't know. Interesting development. Didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card. All right. already ruined macaroons from okay this is weird that i got it from yahoo finance but they gave it to me nice and quick nice and neat i couldn't say no uh so yeah from yahoo finance supreme court rules affirmative action must end in college admissions actually i kind of can get why you know yahoo finance would cover this uh, and a lot of ways something big like this will trickle down into businesses like for sure uh, I know some people want to play that down in the conversation of affirmative action here because it's like, hey, they are only ruling in like race conscious uh, student missions. Uh, this was over cases um, from Harvard University and the University of North Carolina. But um, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down decades of legal precedent that allowed colleges and universities to consider race as a factor in admissions. Now, I I know some people, like, even have, like, some friends who I'm sure are silently, like, good. 
Get yeah, that's good. I like that. I think that's good. I'm glad, and and that's unfortunate to, for me to know that. But I think it's just kind of like my demographic, my area, and it just kind of is what it is. Also, I think that we do live in like a society that more or less does feel like oh everything should just be merit based. Like that that's that's the end all be all thing. Um, I think something that was kind of disheartening for me was that. Um, Let's see. In the challenger in both cases, students for fair admissions argued that affirmative action is legal in public and private college settings because it is illegal. Sorry, I don't know if I said that right. In public and private college settings because it penalizes equally qualified Asian Americans and other minority applicants. So they're saying like, hey, the way that affirmative action is set up, it's only giving black people an advantage, African-Americans, whatever. Um, and, you know, they essentially just took this case all the way up and in a classico 6-3 decision, um, you know, the courts ruled that, yeah, you should, we should strike this down. Um, Kavanaugh definitely hit the pitch of like, well, it's been about, I think, 25 years and, um, you know, where are we at? Because in the initial ruling with Gruder v. Bollinger, um, it was the University of Michigan, um, but the University of Michigan's law school could consider race as a factor in admissions, so long as its practice was narrowly ta- tailored to further a compelling interest in obtaining the educational benefits that flow from a diverse student body. So, I mean, essentially changing this is going to disrupt that diverse student body. I think that is... I don't want to say a given. I think time will tell. It's probably the better thing to say, the safer thing to say. But naturally, I mean, businesses are going to care about this shit. The Googles, the Starbucks, even military is going to care about this because it is a factor in hiring. And now that it's going to be potentially not, it's going to trickle down now that it's just not a thing anymore, that that's dog shit. Well, you're probably going to see way more of the same and less diversity. And, um, you know, and, and I think the thing that's really frustrating, too, is that, like, maybe people are thinking, like, well, Isaiah, you're a black man, so, like, that's why you're, you might be taking more offense to this or you're more upset. I mean, sure, whatever. But to me, this is just more of a symbolic loss. Like, at the end of the day, having affirmative action was a nice gesture, in my opinion. It's not like it paved the way and made everything hunky-dory easy. It's not like we fucking beat racism with this shit because it's still an issue now. There's still problems. There's still like systematic area, like, like barriers and problems that are keeping people in situations where they can never go to these colleges and never actually get a chance to get the education that they, you know, deserve if that's what they want to do. And I think that this is just frustrating to say now, no, we don't want you to even have that. Like, we don't even want you to have this thing because it's 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 a problem. And and I think that something I think people need to see here is that this isn't just a blow to black people. That's why you see people protesting of all backgrounds because they see that it's like, if this is getting peeled back, who knows what's going to be next? You know what I mean? This is kind of icing on the cake. 
And this is why, like, I was kind of curious to see how the Supreme Court was going to move. I know we've covered this shit before. I mean, this is kind of now an annual thing. It's very weird. I don't like it, but that's that's just what I've accepted. That's part of the mantle I've chosen to bear, whatever. Um, it's It's weird that they save their big punches for the end, but, I mean, hey, they get to, like deliver the heat and then go on their fucking vacations you know what i mean alito's gonna go to fucking king salmon again or whatever i don't fucking know whatever um you know clarence thomas he's gonna party with harlan crow he's gonna he's gonna do it big <laughs> i'm sure they're gonna record it this time though for sure for sure but they, they deliver these big punches and i and i because it's like I, I we've been talking about it you know like What's been going on? They've been kind of mild. Kavanaugh's been literally middle of the fence. Coney Barrett, middle of the fence. Like, no heat. And I think they've really been playing it safe. And I think something like this is the big uppercut that I think everyone kind of saw coming. And no one's going to be, like, rioting in the streets about it. This isn't Roe v. Wade 2.0 for them. So I think they're going to probably call it a good, good year, a good session. Um, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. I think we're going to get a taste of how it's just going to be from here on out. You're going to see a little bit of balance, but overall, that Classico 6-3 situation is probably going to be the norm. And, you know, you're going to see a lot of conservative opinions just, you know, just shooting out of this motherfucker. Uh, you know, that's just, that's, that's just the way it is. Um, well, I think there was, that's more or less all... I did like uh, K- Kajanji, uh, Justice Kadanji Brown's uh, response. I was, she was part of the dissent. Uh, also, I, I respect the fact that she um, was a part of the process, obviously, you know, in your Supreme Court, but she did the thing that you're supposed to do of like, well, I have a potential bias, so I'm not going to be actually voting. Everyone knew how she was going to vote, but she just didn't actually vote. And I think that's really fucking classy. I think it's really fucking cool. Um, it's not something I've seen out of any of these other fucking justices. Um, and I don't necessarily, um, have all of her, um, her assertion here, but, um, she did have one quote that I guess I'll read. And having so detached itself from the country's actual past and present experiences, the court has now been lured into interfering with the crucial work that UNC and other institutions of higher learning are doing to solve America's real world problems. Now, once again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Affirmative action was something that was a band-aid. It was a loose thing, more of a symbolic gesture. But at the end of the day... It is a disruptive thing to just try to take it away. And um, I like that she's hitting on this. She does she does a lot more cooking. I don't really have it here from this article. But um, there is some more Supreme Court stuff that I do want to talk about. So we'll go ahead and just roll along here. From USA Today, Supreme Court backs Christian worker who wanted Sundays off in case that may have wide impact. Now, I find this case to be pretty interesting, and I actually would call it, like, a W, even though, like, it, it is, like, through the lens of religion, but I think it just has good implications for the employee as opposed to good implications for the corporation, because P-U, boo we don't like that. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Um, but yeah, Supreme Court on Thursday sided with an, inva- with an evangelical Christian worker who was denied requests to take Sundays off from his post office job to observe his Sabbath. 
a decision that could have wide-ranging implications for the American workplace. Um, let's see here. I should have his name at the ready, but I don't. Gerald Groff. Um, he was a former U.S. Post employee who wanted to take Sundays off um, for church and rest. That presented a scheduling conflict and a burden on his colleagues, the government argued, after the Postal Service started delivering Amazon packages on Sunday, which is like, that's not something that, you know, Gerald Groff signed on for at the beginning of the day. Like, he did some, like, I think, missionary work um, in other countries. He comes back, you know, to the States, and he's like, hey, I want a job that works with my lifestyle. And, you know, you literally get to rest on Sundays. It's like, you're not working on Sundays. It's that or fucking Chick-fil-A, goddamn. So, at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, perfect fucking job. And, um, you know, this whole deal in 2013 with Amazon to work on Sundays, like, nah, this shit ain't cool, bro. What the fuck? And... I think he tried to do his best to, like, you know, put it off, and and they were working with him, the uh, Postal Service. They're like, okay, you can trade with someone else, and they'll cover your shift on Sunday, and that'll be fine. But then eventually he started racking up, like, um, you know, misconduct, you know, write-ups, you know, yada, yada, and, you know, it became a problem, and he was really worried about losing his job. And, you know, in, in that regard, you shouldn't have that fear. You shouldn't have that worry. And... I think it's unfortunate that it kind of takes religion to make this argument happen, I think. I think if, if we were arguing over another axis, I don't think that the Supreme Court rules the way that it does, even though it is unanimous um, here. I think the religion was just the chef's kiss to kind of like, I mean, this guy is supposed to have his, his freedom to express his religion. And, you know, you guys are supposed to be accommodating as long as it's not like a major... Um, deference to the company. I think it's more or less, I'm paraphrasing Alito's um, opinion there. Um, so it's weird to agree with people like that. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy to see a worker get theirs. I think that's always a good thing. You know, bravo, applaud. We love to see that. Um, so yeah, and, and this dude really does seem like he's a working class guy. It seems like he really wasn't trying to make a make a stink. That's why he literally joined the postal service, and you know, essentially, you know, having to like deal with a company sh- paradigm shift because of Amazon or something like that is crazy. So, you know, we we kind of love to see that. Even like I said, I, I kind of wish that the church part wasn't involved, but you know, like I said, we take a dub where we can. All right. Uh, let's move on to some other things, some other updates. Um, from the Associated Press, human remains likely have likely been recovered from the Titan submersible wreckage, U.S. Coast Guard says. Um, I also want to add not so much a corrections corner, but um, I, um, I talked about Solomon Dawood, how he didn't want to be on the... Um, uh, submersible. Now that was just initially what I had read. Now it, it seems that the mother has come out and said, "Hey, um, I was initially going to go on, but my son actually took my place, and he did really want to go on. He wanted to go on initially when he was like seventeen, but the rules were you had to be at least eighteen. So when the time came around again at nineteen, he was like, Mom, Mom, I really want to go.'" And apparently he had a um, a goal 
to break the Rubik's Cube, like, puzzle um, under, like, at that depth. Like, he was going to break a record. So, you know, obviously that's that's sad. He never got a chance to do that. But, um, and, and I'm sure maybe you're wondering, hey, why are you covering this? This is kind of, like, cooked. And I'm, and I'm like, you're kind of right. I, I really wasn't planning on doing any more coverage on Ocean Gate, on the Submersible, uh, unless, like, some charges were going to get put up, which uh, that is definitely in play. I don't know from where, what country, but that's definitely a potential thing here. Um, but the idea that, like, and I think it was because everyone I've listened to, everything I've heard, the way that the implosion went down, and I've I've gone out of my way to dodge the details, so I will try my best not to give you too much, too much goop, too much slop, <laughs> too much glare. Um, but the idea of an implosion, they're like, the way this shit went down, there's no human remains. There's just no shot. So the idea that there's literally like, oh, no, we did find some... That made me go, oh my. So I, I just, you know, wanted to just bring that up. Um, but they have recovered, you know, debris from the Titan submersible. And um, within, I guess, some of that debris, there is some human people, person, uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's obviously unfortunate, uh, but all of that, I think, is going to be, like, sent to the states, um, where medical professionals can conduct a formal analysis. So, yeah. Um, honestly, I, I know that's kind of morbid just to bring that up, and, and, and that's kind of it, but, but yeah, I mean, I am curious, too, about what exactly caused the implosion, um, I know also another talking point that people have kind of brought up is that, like, isn't it kind of fucked up that, like, the Coast Guard kind of knew? Like, because James Cameron does say it, and, it, like, to me, he just sounded like he was being smug. Like, oh, I knew when I heard the initial uh, report that they were dead. And I'm like, okay, cool, man, we get it. You're all about the Titanic. Right on. Um, but apparently, like, no, this was common knowledge to, like, the Coast Guard. They're like, we lost communications with them. Like, they're most likely very dead. And the idea that we did, like, the whole countdown and all that kind of shit, like, ah, you know, when they run out of air, like, it's like, why didn't we, like, really report it the way that, um, it was? And, and that's something that you, only the media itself knows there, you know? We can only know what they're going to tell us um, unless you're in the know on said event. You're, you're just not going to know. You're at the mercy of uh, the the media. It's, it's in that in that way, it kind of sucks. Um, you know, because like I've kind of covered where it was like, oh, okay, the the buoys that they have out there, you know, they track everything. But then we figure out that oh, the thing that we heard that banging. It was actually old sound, so I don't know. Uh, not this isn't me like trying to spin any conspiracy or anything like that. It's just one of those things where it's like, huh, you know, it's weird how the information kind of trickles in these kind of situations. Um, I do get it though. I mean, these are people's families involved at the end of the day too. Um, I, I think the idea that we have to know is is very odd, even though it does. It, it's very odd that like so much tax money was kind of burnt on this whole endeavor. Um, but you know, it is what it is. That's life. Um, okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm kind of circling the drain here. 
the last one is a weird one, y'all. It's it's not something I commonly cover. If I was normally uh, gonna cover this, it would be like something I'd do on the Patreon just to do it. But this caught my attention. It's like kind of like social kind of shit, kind of like the Sheen stuff. I don't know, but I, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to cover it. So here we go. I'm I'm gonna get out my ukulele and I'm gonna tell you a story. <laughs> Okay, half of that is true. <laughs> we'll be, I'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Whew. Okay. So the main, <clears throat> the main um, article I want to use is from the BBC. Also, <clears throat> I had one from the Daily Dot. Um, but, um, I mean, you could just Google Colleen Ballinger, and you're going to get a lot more information than I'm sure you bargained for. I, I mean, I'm not familiar. I also got a preference, too. I'm not familiar with Colleen Ballinger. I, I don't recall ever seeing this person. Um, but apparently they have like a YouTube, they, um, have even had like a Netflix show or been in a Netflix show or something. So I'm like, gosh, like this person who's is a mover shaker. Um, also gotta say too, I'm shoehorning a bit, but I initially was thinking like, oh, okay, maybe I'll close off today. Just, I, I wanted to talk about Kevin Spacey. Um, he's on trial for some shit. Um, I believe in the, the UK. I don't know. I, I, I haven't really fleshed it out. The the trial is just starting. I was going to maybe wait until like we got into like a verdict of some kind to really sum it up. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, that's news. That's a thing. But then this dropped, um, this, this person played their ukulele and I said, wait a second, what is happening? Cause this shit was crazy. Um, okay. Yeah. From the BBC, um, Colleen Ballinger. YouTube star writes song, I should put that in a uh, little quotation, song, to respond to accusing fans. YouTube star Colleen Ballinger has addressed uh, accusations of toxic relationships with fans by posting a video in which she defends herself in a song while playing the ukulele. And I gotta say, this is the worst use of a ukulele I've ever fucking seen. Um, there, I think there's a person called Selena May. I'm even l less familiar with this person, but it was like a whole TikTok romance thing gone wrong. And it turns out like she was like the abuser or something like that. Or like, she was like really like just negative, toxic person. And like, she decides to like do her reaction statement, um, video. And she just is dancing. She just breaks into this dance or she's talking over while she's dancing. It was so strange. It was so weird. And I'm like, is this how we do apologies now? Is this how we like address the rumors now? That's crazy. Like, I'm, call me a millennial boomer, but this is like way, it, it, it was just different. And this was different. Um, she's like, she even says like, hey, I like my, my, my PR teams told me I shouldn't be speaking on these allegations. So I'm going to sing about it. It's like, yo, this is the worst time to be quirky, dude. These are like grooming allegations. Um, essentially, like from what I've gathered, 
Um, oh, this is real a little bit more. Uh, last week, Rolling Stone reported that dozens of fans said they had been bullied, intimidated, and embarrassed by Ballinger and members of her team. Um, also, I think Adam McIntyre, I think I'm getting their name right, but I believe that they were a fan at a young age, and they said that, like, Colleen just developed this really inappropriate relationship with her, or with them, I'm sorry, and, um, essentially they were doing chat groups, like, Colleen was just doing these chat groups with young kids, like, there was teenagers, like, and asking them weird questions, I think at one point she sends one of her fans a pair of panties, and she's essentially just trying to chalk this up as, like, goof-em-ups, like, she just made a mistake, like, like, I was just being a loser, but, oh, man, like, the chorus, I, I guess you would call this song Toxic Gossip Train, and I gotta say, it's kinda catchy, she's, like, jamming on the ukulele, like, Toxic Gossip Train, like, da 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 she's, like, talking about, um, G- misinformation station or something like that is crazy and, and the thing is i kind of see it like you get it right like she's like yeah i'm in a pinch here i'm in a bind like these people have the receipts they got the data i'm on rolling stone this is not good um but i think for her she's just like no i'm gonna kind of almost lean into this and just be goofy and like state my claim and try to play down what they're saying essentially like gaslight harder like in in the the girl boss you know mantra it's it's intense what she's trying to do um and or you can just say it's a fail safe like hey i might as well get some fucking attention out of this i might as well get some traction like let me get some likes and that's why, I, like, I, I've seen people like, oh, I've made a transcript of it, so you don't have to actually go and look at it. But that being said, it is it is a visage. It is a lot. It is something that once you see, I don't know if you'll forget. Um, it, it is, um, it's a lot. And um, I, I, in this article, they do mention her team. Uh, I, I'd also suggest, because like, I'm not doing this, this story justice. Um, uh, what is it? Nick is not green. I don't know if that's the actual channel he has this on, but um, he does a really good um, just breakdown of the events as they are, even adding like details that aren't going to be like on a BBC or news publication, um, really fleshing out the story here. Um, but yeah, I mean, this shit was fucked up. Um, but yeah, 8.6 million subscribers and almost 2 billion views on YouTube. Um, and then 8.1 million followers on Instagram. Um, and that's, I'm seeing this to show her reach. Like she's able to talk and interact with all these kind of people. This is a person that if you go through the photos, you see this person on like the Nickelodeon, like runway being a little goofy gal. And there's nothing wrong with being a celebrity, cool, check, that's awesome, cool, that's all. but how you conduct yourselves, how you operate with your fans is very important, it's very crucial, and if you are manipulating that relationship, abusing that relationship, 
that's bad. That's criminal, dog. To me, that is, right? Like, so to be so brazen to just bust out the ukulele and think that you're going to fucking sing song your way through this. Wowie, partner. Wowie. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm in. I'm in. Um, you, if, if there's anything more coming down the pipe, yes, I will be talking about it. I, I you know, hopefully you guys are down for the ride. Um, but yeah, I, I just felt like this was big enough, interesting enough to talk about. So yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's the episode. Patreon.com says Isaiah News. If you'd like to support the effort, um, get in before the uh, top of the month so you become a newsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say your name at the top of the month. Uh, shout out what projects you're doing, you know, things like that. Link and build operations. Uh, but feel free to hit me up on the freeway, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Those are all options. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube. Hit a like. We love to see it. Uh, comments. Uh, I think you can subscribe on Spotify too. You can just get all the bells, all the whistles. Uh, hit up with the reviews, Apple users, all users. Thank you. We love to see it. That helps, uh, build the brand, if you will. Gives me more traction, more reach. Um, but yeah, also I have a discord where I'm not creepy and weird and, and it's just normal. I post food pics and memes. So like, that's a thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to build an audience. I'm trying to build a group, but I want you guys to all be adults. Please be adults. Because <laughs> if you're not an adult, that's I don't think you can be there. I'm gonna have to kick you out, dog. That's weird. I don't I don't think I have like I put ex- explicit on my shit for a reason. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the thing. I have a Discord I'm trying to do all the socials, all the platforms. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for today. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye bye. Mwah.